um, Hello. welcome to <laughs> How's my fringe? <laughs> is that, How's my is that what you wanted to start? I thought we were doing like a thing where I said and then you would say. No, normally it always goes we say hello and then one person would just go, Hello and welcome to How's My Fringe. Oh, and then, so we, right. we, then we take over names from there really. How are we doing this for so wrong so long and still getting it wrong? Well, you know, some pe- some people have off days, you know, and I think a lot of people are having a lot of off days. So I think we, in the grand scheme, are probably forgiven. We are forgiven for doing the intro wrong. Um, but here it is again. Hello and welcome to How's My Fringe. I'm Lata Popola. And I'm Josh Foister. And this is How's My Fringe, a podcast where we review theatre and theatre type things nowadays. Yes, 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 yes. And what is it we're going to be reviewing this week, Laura? This week, I'll be reviewing a comedy night. I'm not going to name the comedy night because um, because I don't want to name it. But um, <laughs> I... Oh, I love thing. it. I love it when a review shrouded in mystery. It makes <laughs> it so much more interesting. <laughs> Here's the thing. I... The reason I don't want to name them is because I don't have a lot of positive things to say. However, uh, at the same time, I recognize it's a difficult time to be putting on anything. So I respect their effort and I respect that they are getting out there and doing their thing. And I love it and I respect it. And therefore, I won't discourage anyone from visiting them and seeing it for themselves. However, I will also be honest in my opinions of what I saw. If somebody was to ask you, if somebody was to say to you, so before we before we even touch upon it, I just want to know. So the ground rules upon this rule is: so if I, if I was to say to you, "Oh, I'm going to a comedy night tonight," I bumped into you in the street because you know we're back to bumping into people in the streets now. And yeah. if I turned to you and I said, "Oh, I'm going to go watch a comedy night. I'm going to go and watch da 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 comedy night," yeah. would you tell me if it was the one that you're talk about to now talk about? Um. Maybe, maybe. The thing, the issue, the biggest issue of it all was not the fact that it was perhaps not the best comedy night I've been to, but the fact that it was a comedy night that I paid for when there are a plethora of comedy nights. Obviously, the whole paying for comedy nights has to happen now, not only because, you know, you have to pay your artists, but also because, um, because of bookings and ticket sales and things like that i understand um however it did not live up to the price i paid for this comedy night that's fair that's fair i can get that i can get that i think that's the thing if you came up to me and you said i'm going to this comedy night i got this ticket for free or for cheap i'll be like amazing you're gonna have a great time did i have a good time i still had a good time all... But that, but that's that's the thing you pay for when you do when you go for a comedy night though. No, like when you go to a no. show, you sort of expect. I expect a show to be of a certain standard, regardless if I like yeah. it or not. But I think with comedy acts though, it's a very difficult one because you could just get it where six people are trying out new material and every single one of them are just bombing, and then like no. what are you going to do after here's that? The difference here's right. Here's the difference because right. all right. Let me just let me just tell you about this comedy night, okay? Go on, go on. Yeah, you go. Sorry, yeah, go on. You start. Go on. Um, to start off with, uh, there were six people in the audience and four comics. Six? Yeah. 
Bloody hell. Yeah. Which, okay, it was a, I think it was like, it was a weeknight um, during a pandemic. I understand, you know, I understand. Um, however, perhaps working on these few factors that I'm going to mention uh, would help the numbers. Because we went to film comedy night on a Monday, didn't we? And that was decently full, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many is this place packing then? Like, like now after lockdown, now, now like post COVID and what was it before, before COVID, you know? Yes. So before COVID, uh, they had a larger space, but I had never been there before COVID. So I, I don't know what it was like. Um, but I know they had a larger space and now they had a smaller space. They were impacted a lot by that because in the smaller space, not only was it a smaller space, um, but also, like it just didn't have the right vibe if you know what i mean and also you could hear the people in the bar because it it's in a bar and you could still hear right. the people in the bar when people were trying to do their comedy that was obviously all um you know that th- none of that was their fault and that's not why i didn't enjoy myself um but that was just part of the thing that happened um and then so yeah so there were six people in the audience and four comics and you paid, um, I forgot what the price of this night was, but you paid a certain amount of money and then there were only four comics and each of the four comics only did a 10 minute set. So it was only yeah. a 40 minute comedy night. And like, that's very little for, for a comedy night, I find. Um, I, I like them quite a bit chunkier, if you know what I mean. However, again, you know, Maybe that's all they could get, and that's fine. Here is where the problems began. Right, okay. The comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't... I'm not going to say they weren't funny, and I'm not going to say they were bad, because I don't think either of those t- things were the issue. What was the issue was that none of them were prepared. And there's a difference between, like, having a 10 minute set going up there and then like your nerves getting the best of you and, you know, like stumbling through a few jokes and stuff like that. And there's an actually just not preparing and hoping that you're going to go up there and you're going to start just talking and people will find you're talking funny, which is what I saw these comics doing. They just walked up there and they, their, their jokes didn't cause again, I recognize that a lot of times comics use comedy nights, uh, smaller comedy nights in particular, to try out new material or to see if new jokes work. And so not it's not it's sometimes not a cohesive set or it's sometimes not like that. But if like I've never seen people just not be prepared to do 10 minutes of material, like even if you are trying out material then try out the material you've prepared to try out. Maybe have, like, conversations here and there. And then, you know, if you've got nothing to say, you've got nothing to say. But these comics were, like, they were just... Well, not all of them. Not all of them, I must say. The first two were were decent. The next two, they would just sit there. One of them started talking to the audience, but then not reacting to anything that the audience was saying. So you know how a lot of people do, like audience uh like work the audience and like start conversations and that leads to jokes or whatever yeah yeah, yeah of course it's which happened to us and we went in yeah, this yeah. case they would just be like oh um are you guys 
together and then the people would be like no and then they'd be like oh okay hmm. i guess was it would you not think was there a, so a question for that then is it like as someone as well who knows comedy and is like especially somebody who's like done stand-up a bit as well and stuff like that do you not think that like if you know you got okay i've only got te- i've only got a 10 minute set i'll go out there and try some stuff if you mm-hmm. go out there and you get like part of and you're like, oh, okay, this is like this is bombing now. Like they're not having any of this. If they're not having this, they're not having the first eight minutes. There's no, there's no way they're gonna like finale joke. Like I'm just gonna cut, call off me, cut myself off here. Do you not think that's like something you can do in those, especially in those first short of all, set things? That is or? something you can do, but that was also not the situation because the audience was giving them everything. There was only six of us, and everyone in the like. Um, four of us were friends and we were all there from like going there from like the comedy aspect because the other two also comedy writers um yeah. so we we went in and like as soon as we saw that it was going to be such a small audience we were like okay we're really amping up the laughs like we are going to be you know fully engaged with everyone and the other two the people that we didn't know they were also um like really engaged in all the comics and really laughing at everything they were saying, like giving them as much um, encouragement and support as we could as six people. So it wasn't that they were bombing per se. It was that they just weren't prepared. Like I literally can't say it any other way at one point. And this, I think this is where it all fell apart for me. (laughs) I think this is where it went from like, Oh, okay. This is, this is fine. Um, to like, oh, okay. So one of the things was that um, all four comics that they had found for this night, which I find to be a rather small number uh, of comics to have for a comedy night that people are paying for, all four of them um, were men. Now, I have nothing against men. However... Lies. You if, hate them. If I them. find myself in a comedy night that is lacking in comics, like there were just fewer comics than I expected to see, um, and they're all men, I'm like, what, did you ask anyone else? Have you? <laughs> wh- why yeah, is yeah. this the selection here? And then That's when you get, it, it gets called like, out okay, a lot easier. Exactly. But then I was like, okay, maybe I'll. Maybe it's like a friends thing. Maybe they're all friends, or I don't know. Um, what the situation was but I was like okay maybe it's like maybe the bar gives them a time I don't know um but it did start like half an hour late as well but anyway that wasn't the issue oh I'm oh, also I'd already hate it I'd already, if anything that starts late anything that starts late for me I don't I it's, it's my biggest bugbear and mm-hmm. this is regard I think this is across all art forms all yep. art forms suffer with this and I don't get why people do it why the yep. amount of things that I can count on one hand the amount of things I've been to where it started on time yeah like that's how few things I've actually been to that have started on time I and will it allow drives me to the edge minutes. of insanity I will allow 15 minutes but beyond that yeah because 15 minutes I feel like is still anticipation building but past 15 minutes I'm like you're not respecting my time and you're just being silly now um, but so to return to the material, um, and the content of the night. So there were all men, there was only four of them. 
they're 10 minutes each, they weren't very prepared. And then, and I'm the biggest believer that you should be able to joke about most things, not everything, most things, as long as your jokes are funny. However, I'm also a big believer in punching up rather than punching down. Because I feel like, like we can do better than making fun of people that are in inferior situations to us and things like that. Like we can always do better than that. And it will, it just, it feels better to be laughing at jokes about, you know, that are punching up rather than punching down. And yeah, yeah, one, of course, of course. one of these guys, um, he starts this joke and he was like, and again, I will say it again. I think if you can make something actually genuinely funny, Yes. However, the punchline can't just be, you know, sexism or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not laughing at sexism, by the way. I'm laughing at the fact that that could be a punchline or something. <laughs> exactly. So one of these guys gets up there and he's like chatting away. And then suddenly he goes, um, Greta Thunberg, right? And I was like, what? And he... I don't actually remember what the joke was because I like it, but it wasn't a joke. The punchline of the joke was essentially, Oh, what is she doing being in politics? What is she doing talking to all these politicians when they've like put more work in and had education and that, and she's just 17. And I was sat there and I was like, first of all, how dare you? go for my girl Greta. How dare you? Second of all, it's not her making the choice to like be in these big rooms and be talking to these people. People are inviting her because she has things to say. And third of all, it is a 17-year-old girl. Like, and I just think for a grown man to be sat there talking down to the 17-year-old girl because she is more successful and because she is getting her voice heard, I was like, no, you have lost me. Mm. You have absolutely lost me. No, I think one thing I wonder as well with, like, with because it's it going back to, like, an earlier point as well, do you, do you think those comedians went into that room already knew they were losing? Like, before they even started, do you think they already knew they lost? I don't think so. Do you think, think that so happens with comedians sometimes? I don't... I, I mean... I don't know. Like, I understand that the fact that you only have six audience members is difficult. That is a difficult room to perform to. However, we were literally giving them everything we had. We were laughing. We were clapping. We were, if they were asking us questions, we were answering, you know, things like that. Like, we were on their side as much as we could be. But you come, you come bullying 17 year old girls i'm not going to be on your side very true i think that is a that is that is, that in itself on its own is already a valid point to say you had a bad evening to be fair yeah i think that's what it was i think that's what it was however yeah. as i said in the beginning i do appreciate that they're still putting on work and i hope i hope it gets better and i hope you know the whole small space issue gets cleared up as well and then yeah. you know hopefully it will get better but i think the, 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 the bit that's really stuck out to me there though is the is the fact that like the four the four blokes being the comedians for that night right is mm-hmm. something that like it's 
that that a year ago, you probably wouldn't have necessarily, depending on where it was in the environment you were in, you probably wouldn't have given it. You probably would have given it a second look, thought, but you wouldn't have like made that a a point of being like, oh, okay, with this this has yeah. now affected my whole evening. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's like such a progressive change that we've had now that now when we see that it instantly makes us feel feel uncomfortable. It makes you go like, ah, oh, no, come on, like, yeah. you're pulling the wool over all of our eyes here. Now we all we all we all get the deal. We all know what's got what's up here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, overall, you know, I will probably be giving them another chance. Um. I will probably be going to the night again. And I do encourage everyone to go to a comedy night because, again, despite despite it not being ideal, uh, me and my friends, we all had a fantastic time. It wasn't a pub, so we just, you know, had drinks with it as well. And a comedy night is always just a really nice, supportive time to, like, have a laugh and also be supporting live arts and things. So I do encourage everyone to go um, and see it for themselves. Um, but if you are a comedian listening to this, please avoid bullying children. <laughs> as part yes, of as, I mean, you know, comedians, comedian or not, I think that's a good, that's a good, that should be our life lesson for this week. Just don't bully kids. I think yeah. it's probably a, a good life lesson to put, to give people for this week. And if you're a comedian, especially take note yeah. of it. I, because I think Greta's case in particular to me is baffling because she has the president of the United States bullying her on Twitter for for daring to want to like not have the planet go to shit, you know? Yeah. How, like how is you don't that want to be in something to be bullied for? Ugh. Yeah. I'll uh, no, yeah, I will defend her to my grave. <laughs> Is a is a question for you then? Is a question in, ter- in terms of like being a comedian and trying trying jokes and stuff like that. A question we're gonna put out there: Do you think, Lotta, that I should try stand up? Yeah. The second question is: Do you think I'd actually be any good at stand up? Um, probably not. But <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think you should try it and see if you are. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, first of all, it's very, from from what I've heard from other um, stand-up comics and stuff, and even people like the Soho course I was on um, who didn't intend on doing stand-up um, in the future, they they all said it was a very like, liberating experience to just stand up there and be yourself and say jokes into a microphone and, and have people laugh at you. Like, that's really fun. So I highly laugh. suggest if everyone laugh, do that. Really important bit. <laughs> well, fair enough. Fair enough. You never know. I'm, I'm, I, 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 because it's one of those things. You know, like I've said it to you before. I think I mentioned it the other week as well. It's one of those things where you always go like, "I'd love to have a go at that," but then mm. the actual thought process of actually trying to do it, like not not as in like, "Oh, I think I'm a well funny person," but I think I've got a reasonable sense of humor. I think I'm quite. I think I'm reasonably mm-hmm. funny. I would hundred percent. The agree. difference. Well, thank you very much. But I think that this is a big difference between being funny, right, and being a stand-up comedian. Yeah. There's a thing. There's like a, there's a thing on um. Oh, was it? Yeah. 
100%. Oh, what's it called? It's the thing Jerry Seinfeld does it. It's that comedians' cars getting coffee. That's it. Which is, if you haven't watched it, it's banging. It's on Netflix. It's literally just Jerry Seinfeld just mm. going for coffee with comedians and talking about comedy, and it's really good. And he, even he says, like, there's a really big difference between being, like, yeah. a comedian and a comedy actor. He said, they're very different worlds. Yeah. Somebody could be a great comedy actor, but they couldn't do a set. They couldn't do a set in front of 3,000 people and trying to, like, do that. And it's a vet. And that's what I, I think is trying to, trying to, the idea for me of trying to write a set and, like, write a setup and a punchline and a story yeah. and a structure. So I was 100%. Going, like, Can I actually it's do like that? It's like how there, there was a whole thing. I forgot when this was, but there was this whole thing about how lots of people, um, I forgot when this was. So forget I started that sentence. Let's forget about it. But there's a whole thing about like people um, that are funny in life may not be funny on stage. And people that are funny on stage may not be funny in life because it's a whole different set of like thinking and it's a whole different way of developing a story or a character or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's not, you know, the two are not the same but they can't they're not mutually exclusive but they're not yes, the same yeah, circle yeah. in the Venn diagram not at all but yeah that well was my I'll try and time. give it a go I'll make it I'll try I'll see if I can do it as, if I don't do it by the end of this year I'll do it as like a new year's yeah, resolution yeah do it as a new year's resolution and I'll keep everyone updated on how I get on <laughs> I'm sure it will be great oh yes that would be exciting Oh, that will be exciting. But yeah, so that's uh, that's what I've seen this week. Uh, those were my thoughts. And um not sure what we're talking about next week, but we will be sharing our thoughts. There will be something. There'll be something next week. There'll be another something. Another th- something. Um, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Take care of yourselves. And have a good week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.